Hello, I'm Bo Bridges, and this is GateWorld.net, your complete guide to Stargate. For GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed, and I'm here with Mr. Bo Bridges, General Hank Landry on Stargate SG-1. Bo, good to be with you, finally. Yes, nice to meet you, David. <laughs> nice to meet you. Tell us about the episode you're shooting right now and Landry's involvement in it. Well, uh, it's a uh, ball again. Mm-hmm. He's giving us a bad time. In fact, uh, there's more than just one of him. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I also have the NID to, to uh, deal with. Uh, Barrett is back again, giving me a problem. <laughs> like he always does. He's lurking very close to me right now as we speak. <laughs> He's zoned out. Yeah. Stargate SG-1 ran for eight successful years mm-hmm. before you joined the cast. Tell us what challenges you faced joining an established show like this. Well, I f- figured I was really lucky to, to uh, join such a, a vastly popular show. And, uh, yeah, coming up on our 200, 200th episode this year. And uh, I just consider myself lucky. I mean, it's like jumping on a moving train. And, and uh, it's a great group, and they welcome me with open arms. Sort of hit the ground running. And uh, it's been a ball ever since. I've had a great time. What's different about this year than last, or is it the same for you so far? Well, I think that uh, obviously uh, this is my second time around, so I'm a lot more comfortable. And um, I think it was great that uh, we had the opportunity to get a little bit of a jump on the stories, on the scripts, Mm -hmm. because we got a a green light enough time in advance. So uh, Robert... uh, and the rest of the writing team could, could start working on the scripts. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a show starts, is, is uh, like Shakespeare said, you know, the play's the thing. And uh, uh, I think uh, Robert is one of the, certainly one of the best execs in the business, and uh, I think the reason this show has been a hit for so many years is because he's, uh, he's writing them and he's watching over the guys that are t- turning them out. And... Uh, I like to say the words. <laughs> Your career boasts an impressive list of film and television. What made you choose to add an ongoing role on a science fiction series like Stargate to your body of work? Well, science fiction, uh, I've always been a fan of science fiction. I've enjoyed it. Um, I think maybe they, they had an idea to come to me because uh, I, th- I think MGM used to do this show or used to be involved, and I did... Uh, the two-hour movie called The Sand Kings, which kicked off uh, their Outer Limits franchise, which uh, ran quite a few years for them and was very successful. I think they almost went like 10 years, that franchise. And I did that with my dad and my son, Mm -hmm. who's about your age, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dylan. And uh, that that was a a great experience. I enjoyed doing that show. And, uh, And I, you know... I've always liked science fiction, so this was this was fun to be able to come and do this. That show was shot here. Was it nice to come back to your roots because you've been here before? Yes, Vancouver is a wonderful city. I mean, I I do live in Los Angeles, so sometimes uh, you know I miss being home. But if you're going to be away working, I can't think of a better city than Vancouver. It's just a beautiful place. All the water, and, mm. yeah. What's your single favorite memory from last year, season nine? 
You mean in terms of the uh, the shows themselves? In terms of your involvement, mm -hmm. even if it was well, off screen or. Yeah, one of the shows that I really liked was uh, the Ripple Effect. Yes. Because it uh, it really involved, you know, big time sci-fi technology with all those clones going around. Mm -hmm. and, and I know they'd done that type of thing before on Stargate, but it was the first time I was a part of that. So that was fun, uh, and uh, I enjoyed the episode. I just saw it recently, as a matter of fact. Really? What is it about series television that you enjoy? Well, when you do a, a character that runs through a whole series, uh, it gives you the opportunity to evolve that person uh, through all different kind of situations that you wouldn't get to in a two-hour movie or mm -hmm. hour show. Uh, General Landry was particularly interesting for me because when uh, I was hired for the job to play the character, he was basically just a, uh, a blank page. There was nothing there. And so uh, I, uh, Robert invited me to uh, work on the character with him to flesh him out, and we created sort of a biography between the two of us. And uh, I always like to do that with characters that I portray. So he has a real backstory. Mm -hmm. And then the writers have sort of filled it in with uh, stuff that happens. My daughter, played by Lexi Doig. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, it gives you a place to start. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that. It's not canon yet, but uh, Landry's backstory is still relatively obscure. It's been said that he's a Vietnam vet. Mm -hmm. um, who married and had Carolyn with a Vietnamese woman. Mm -hmm. Would you like to see Landry's personal relations explored further, or do you prefer to remain on the professional side with this character, or both? Well, when I was uh, researching uh, generals, which is uh, what I did, and, and that helped me find the backstory for the, for General Landry, uh, first of all, I was amazed by their education. I mean, these guys, some of them have several master's degrees. Uh, and they really come from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. And also, I found that they, um, you know, as much as the whole challenge of command uh, confronts them, they are people in the end. Mm -hmm. Right. And they have all kinds of human problems, just like the rest of us. And so I. I do like that when, when Landry gets involved in that kind of personal stuff, and, and I hope that uh, that's going to happen in the future shows. We don't really learn about him much more than you guys do, you know, in terms of uh, lead time. So it's just like life, kind of. I don't know what's going to pop up for General Landry right. in his life. Have you made a deliberate, a deliberate effort to distinguish him from Hammond and O'Neill? Um, no, I think uh, there will only be one Jack O'Neill. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Richard Dean did a wonderful job with that character, and uh, I like the fact that he he was part of the reason I came to SG One. Mm -hmm. I thought that was clever of them to do that. Handpicked you. Yeah, uh, but no, I right from the get go, I, I think uh, General Landry stands on his own. He's his own person, and uh, like I said, I, I was able to have a hand in and creating that with Robert Cooper, that character, so it's been fun. Is there anything that you want to do differently or something new that you would like to accomplish this year, or do you have, or do you plan to just do what you were given? Um, 
Yeah, I, I have total trust in, in Robert Cooper and his team of writers. They're, they're vastly talented, and um, so I, I'm sort of just waiting to see with bated breath, like hopefully the fans are, as to what's going to happen. I'm sure it'll be exciting. I know we have Ball in our midst again, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and uh, the Gauld and the Ori are still around, so it, you know those guys are happening. But uh, there's some other interesting things that happen. Uh, pretty soon, uh, I suggest that we all take a little R and R, go up into the mountains to a cabin. That gets pretty interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't say any more about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. What can fans look forward to from Landry in season ten? I think that the kind of leader Landry is, um, I think he likes to empower his team. Uh, he realizes how challenged they are. It's a huge burden to mm-hmm. protect their country from the entire galaxy. Mm-hmm. But he also recognizes li- that, like the, himself, they are human beings, except for Tilk, I suppose. <laughs> That's true. But he's kind of human in a way, too, <laughs> as portrayed by Chris Judd. Yes. Um, but I think he values them, but he, he sees them as human beings, so he wants them to feel comfortable in, in what they have to do, as comfortable as they can, given these circumstances. So he's watching that very co- closely. I think he also realizes that um, Colonel Mitchell is in a, a, you know, such a crucial position. And uh, he is also somewhat new to the group, like, like General Landry has been. So he wants to make sure that uh, Colonel Mitchell feels empowered that he can do that job. And uh, the fact that Mitchell was able to bring together the old team as he did, uh, I think was impressive to General Landry. And he wants to preserve that, that fighting spirit that SG-1 has as the lead group. Um, and sometimes he does that with a bark and sometimes with a bite. But he also has a sense of humor this man. Yes. And he likes to fool with people. <laughs> Nehru's. <laughs> yeah. Whenever he can fool with people, especially the people that represent the establishment, NID, uh, and those guys, you know, he, they kind of irk him. So he likes to mess with their heads a little bit, like <laughs> I'm doing in this show right now with Barrett from the NID. Hi, I'm Don Davis, and this is GateWorld.net your complete guide to Stargate. Wormhole disengaged.